Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. One of the most disturbing trends in the church today is the large number of divorces. One of the major contributors to this trend is the sin of adultery. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Nothing can destroy a marriage more quickly than adultery. Adultery is nothing new for David, a man after God's own heart, committed adultery with Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Paul had to scold the New Testament church because of rampant sexual sins. And even Jesus himself confronted the issue of sexual sins during his ministry. And even today, adultery, beloved, is at epidemic proportions. Just look at the front of the covers of the tabloids while checking out groceries, but please don't purchase. Sexual immorality in the news, adultery is on your local news channels, world and national news. Adulterous affairs are spoken about on 2020, primetime live, uh, television talk shows, entertainment tonight, and not to mention your sitcoms, which are situational comedies that are greatly used of Satan to promote and advocate sexual immorality. Remember the historical court cases involving adultery? Gary Hart pulled out of his campaign for president because of an adulterous relationship. Remember President Bill Clinton's adulterous relationship with Monica Lewinsky? What about the former mayor of Washington, D.C., Marion Barry, or the former mayor of our own city, Henry Cisneros, and his stunning adulterous relationship? How about the rape and sexual misconduct trial, which involved William Kennedy Smith, the nephew of Ted Kennedy, in which he was acquitted years ago? What about the guilty verdict of the former heavyweight boxing champion, Mike Tyson, involving the rape of an 18-year-old beauty contestant? Remember the adulterous relationship involving Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson, or Dr. Lyons, the former president of the National Baptist Convention USA? What about the sensational Senate hearing involving in Anita Hill and Supreme Court Judge Clarence Thomas, which kept the whole nation glued to the television for many weeks? Only the parties involved and God knows what actually happened in that particular relationship. And what about the adulterous relationship involving our celebrities, such as our professional athletes, movie stars, one in and one out, uh, singers, and the list goes on and on. Many Americans are actually obsessed by a destructive view of sex, which Satan has created and nurtured throughout every generation. Some foster this life of power and profit, others to satisfy and justify their own immorality, and still others to express their hatred to God. 
They feed America's lust by saturating our society with their fantasy sex in many forms. You got sex-based marketing for everything. Pornographic adult entertainment in almost every medium. And accelerated attempts to make immoral, perverted sex seems normal. Especially to our youth through the promotion of sales of products on television using sensual commercials, billboards, accessible pornographic internet sites, books, music, movies, and enticing telephone calls. In the name of freedom, I said in the name of freedom and tolerance, we are allowing adultery, of promiscuity, and perversion to destroy our families, our youth, and our nation. May God forgive us for being so apathetic and passive on this critical and crucial issue. Since the family is being overwhelmed and inundated with so much sexual immorality, this crucial issue must be addressed and dealt with in the church because secular and Christian marriage alike are being ripped apart at the seams. It is urgent that Christians rise up and protect uh, the American family and the biblical values which sustain it. Let's now look at some grim stats on adultery. According to an article published by the Associated Press in 2004, 100% of adulterers violate the trust they shared and enjoyed with their spouse. 10 to 20% of spouses cheating begin in as internet affairs in chat rooms or at game websites. 75% of adulterers are middle-aged wage earners. One to five percent are adulterers of adulterers are pastors or even clergy. Sixty to seventy percent of adultery victims are women. Thirty to forty percent of adultery victims are men. This number has increased due to the presence of women in the workplace. One, listen at this staggering statistic. One to two percent of female victims were married to the same person more than 25 years. 10 to 20 percent of adultery victims claim to be Christians. And the cheating spouse is usually a regular attendee in the Lord's church on the Lord's day. Sad. 99.9 percent deny they are committing adultery and hide the truth. The exception is when they confess without being forced into it. 70 to 80 percent who willingly confess to infidelity recover and enjoy a stronger marriage in time about the affair. 50 to 75 percent of extramarital affairs take place with someone from the workplace. 70 to 80 percent of the time extramarital activity lasts six months to a year, if not longer. 20 to 25 percent of adulterers frequent motels or hotels. 75% of sexual activity occurs in a residence, apartment, or office location. 50% of extramarital affairs take place under cover of darkness or in the shadow of the night. 50 to 65% of extramarital affairs occurs on the weekend. 10 to 15% of marriages survive affairs after professional clergy counseling where the act of forgiveness occurs. The question is, beloved, what is adultery? I don't have to explain that too long. You know what it is. Just in case you have a memory elapse, I'll help stimulate your memory. <laughs> 
Adultery is not only voluntary sex between a married man and someone other than his wife or between a married woman and someone other than her husband. But listen here, here it is. It can also include a secret, intimate, emotional relationship with someone other than your spouse. So I didn't commit sex. I ain't having, well, if you're sneaking around on a picnic and going, we're supposed to be at the job and you're going up to Kerrville in the hills and come back in time to say you've been to work. You're going out to a movie and having lunch and you are doing everything you ought to be doing with your spouse. That is adultery. Adultery is just not sex, sexual intercourse. You can have emotional adultery, <laughs> mental adultery. It can go long before the bedroom scene hits. Why don't you say amen? It falls under the category of fornication, which comes from the Greek word pornea. Say pornea. Pornea, which is used of illicit sexual sins such as premarital sex. You say, well, I, I, I'm not married, but you may still be under the, uh, under the word pornea. Adultery falls under the word fornication, which means pornea. And if you are committing any sexual sins, you are in trouble with God. Premarital sex is pornea. Homosexuality is pornea. Lesbianism, bestiality, incest, adultery. You say, ha, don't talk about that here. Everybody else talking about it. Why not hear it in a healthy context according to the word of God? Incest is pornea, adultery is pornea. God's divine provision was that the husband and wife should become one flesh, each being held sacred to the other. And when we think of adultery, we automatically think of a man being unfaithful to his wife. Yet this commandment is far broader than this. I believe that any sexual expression outside the confines of marital relationship is a sin against Almighty God. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. We are excited about you joining us today as Pastor Draper continues the message, Thou Shalt Not Commit Adultery. We'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. What are the signs of adultery? What are the signs of adultery? What are the signs? Number one. For the unfaithful spouse to engage in adultery without detection, two separate lives must be created. One for the extramarital partner and one for the spouse. A certain amount of dishonesty is required in both of them, but the major deception is with the spouse. And running two houses, outside relationships. I don't know how folk can do that. It takes everything I got to deal with Darlene. Hey man, I know I'm a, I know I'm a, I'm a can fool, you know. And so I don't know how, you know, listen, when I get through meeting all of Darlene's personal needs and financial needs and we get to going out and doing things and talking about the day and all that, I'm tired. I am tired. 
And uh, so it takes a great amount of dishonesty uh, to have a relationship outside of that marriage. A great amount of dishonesty. Number two, one of the most common signs of adultery is an unwillingness to let a spouse investigate all aspects of life. In other words, when your spouse asks you where you've been and you say none of your business, it is a business because you are one flesh. She has a right to ask you where you've been. You know, I mean, there ought to be trust, but she ought to, at any time, she ought to ask you about it. Who did you go out with? Well, what, what did y'all do? Did you have fun? What did you do after that? I'm not saying every time you go, she got to make you do a rundown list. That's the extreme. Your name rank is there now every time. I, be, I mean, that gets, you know, that can, you know, that can be ridiculous too. But I believe that from time to time, if she desires to ask questions, about any aspect of your life, she ought to be able to do that. And you ought not be gristling up and growing new hair. What are the signs of adultery? Number three, one of the most common smoke screens used by unfaithful spouses is to express shock. Oh, I couldn't believe you asked that. That their spouse would be so distrusting as to ask questions about my secret life. They try to make it seem like such a question is an affront to their dignity and a sign of incredible distrust and lack of trust. No, how could you ask me that? You know I love you. you know, and when you get to talking like that, something's on. Why are you talking like that? Don't get quiet before it's over. <laughs> Number four. Other types of signs and records of adultery are, are listed. Telephone records on bills, cell phones, uh-huh, loan bills, paying to commit sin, talking. Voice messages, the same voice keep coming up on the, and your wife saying, who is that? ID, you know, the ID can get you in trouble. Emailing. Adultery thrives on repeated contacts and evidence of those contacts can usually be found or discovered. Number five, when a married couple spends their leisure time away from each other, it is a potential breeding ground when you enjoy more being away from each other than being together. That's especially true when a spouse doesn't want the other to be present at their favorite activity. We're going bowling, honey. Why don't you go out with the girls? Uh, I'm going here. You, do you, what, what you gonna do today? Scurrying them out of the house or another direction because you got something else in your mind to do with somebody else other than your spouse. We all have the same propensity to fall into an adulterous relationship. You saying I can't fall. You better watch yourself. The Bible says take heed lest ye fall. You got a sin nature. Anybody in here can commit adultery fornication, sex out of wedlock, any, there's no sin that you can't do. You got a sin nature, you get away from God, his word, operate out of flesh, you can do anything on this list. And when you say it can't happen to me, that's when you're ripe for it to happen. So we all have the same propensity to fall into an adulterous relationship. We can fall in love with someone of the opposite sex if that person meets our emotional needs. If you don't think it can happen to you, 
because of your convictions, willpower, or you're so spiritually, you are particularly vulnerable to succumb to adultery. If you think your spouse would never commit adultery, you are also vulnerable. Why is adultery so dangerous to the family? Why is adultery so dangerous to the family? Number one, first of all, adultery defies God. It defies God. The word of God, we've read the text says, you shall not commit adultery. Now, who doesn't understand that? Don't tell me you don't understand the Bible. How many of you understood that? You scared to raise your hand? Raise it on up. Unless you got something that's on your mind. Raise it high. Okay. All right. It means just what it says. Every time a person commits this sin, he or she openly rebels against what God says. God's word does not compromise or change. It means what it says. It says what it means. Amen. And it transcends human history. Number two, adultery destroys family. It destroys families. God has, has a commitment to the family. God knew that in order for a healthy family to exist, he designed the reproduction of human life through the context and within the context of the family unit. And we bring multitudes of problems on ourselves when we blatantly go against God's design structure. Life is hard enough, beloved, but without having God upset with, with us. I don't want God mad at me. Do you? When you're in trouble with God, you are in trouble. You know, some of y'all think God got blinders on. God can't see. God see you. You taking off your clothes in front of somebody that's not your spouse. God see that. Y'all think God all of a sudden gets, has a stigmatism or something in his eye. God looking at that. Oh, God can make walls talk. Report, wall, what you see. Tell you something about adultery, too. It defiles marriage. It defiles marriage. Any sex out of marriage perverts and destroys God's design. Any sex outside of the context of marriage perverts and destroys God's design. From the beginning, God made it clear that when a man and woman comes together, he makes them one. One plus one equals what? One in the context of marriage. And if two people come together publicly making a covenant and commitment to each other before God, then and only then do they have the freedom under God to consummate that marriage and sexual union. Everyone else is excluded. Tell you something about adultery. Adultery brings the home to financial ruins. Because, listen, it's expensive enough handling the financial needs of your own family. Now, what about those who have outside relationship? They're trying to finance their house and this other one on the side. And, you know, that gets real expensive. So I hear. Amen. It co- listen, how can you? I see. Amen. Adultery brings a home to financial ruins. Number five, adultery takes its toll on innocent children. Children are affected. Children are affected. They become insecure. Uh, They are insulted that their, their mama or their daddy would bail out on one another. The grades begin to fall. They get sometimes emotionally disturbed. And then we put these ED, emotional disturbed labels on these kids when the parents were ED in their relationship. Uh, children become depressed, not to mention the offended spouse. 
It's put undue stress upon the home. Bitterness comes in. Anger and rebellion all a byproduct, byproduct of adultery. What are the consequences for those who habitually live in the state of adultery? Number one, it damages our Christian testimony for we must be blameless before God. And for the sake of our family, we must be blameless. We lose our credibility and our integrity when we commit adultery. You know what integrity is? Integrity? Integrity is what you are when nobody's looking. It's what you are when no one's looking. Anybody can behave and look like an angel when, when the spotlight is on you. But what about when you go on a job assignment to another state? Or you have to be transferred out. Your spouse is here, but you're overseas in Germany somewhere. Can you, You're on military assignment in Korea for a year. Can you stay home? I was looking at a sad thing on 2020. How many of y'all saw 2020? Anybody saw 2020 last Friday? About the UN peacekeepers over in the Congo. And uh, they will be over there keeping the peace. And over there, they put spotlight on where these uh, UN folk from all over the world, uh, they were uh, molesting the Congolese, raping and, and messing with boy prostitutes. It was just this whole thing, leaving children over there. They made babies and left them over there. Over there supposed to be keeping the peace over in the Congo, but messing around with these Congolese. And it, it was so bad that they spotlighted that. But you know, that was somebody's husband over there doing that. Or somebody's wife. You see, it damages our Christian testimony. Integrity is what you are when you're away from home, when you're on a business trip, or when you have to go off to, be, to reassignment while your family is back home. Number two, another consequence, it brings shame and embarrassment to our spouse and children, not to mention their hurt. Shame and embarrassment, not on our families, our children, not to mention their hurt. Our families do not deserve this kind of hurt. Also, respect is lost in adultery. You lose respect for folk. You, you don't see them the same, especially when they're too prideful to, to, to repent. Number three, it dishonors the marriage. It dishonors the marriage. Hebrews 13, 4a, marriage is honorable among all. Who instituted marriage? God. Who created marriage? God. It is to be holy, it is to be sacred, and it is to be kept honorable in the sight of whom? God. It, it dishonors the marriage. Number four, it defiles the sacred, holy, honorable marriage bed. It defiles the sacred, holy, honorable marriage bed. Look at Hebrews 13.4. Hebrews 13.4. It defiles the sacred, holy, honorable marriage bed. Hebrews 13.4. Look what it says. Marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. But look at the last part of this. Fornicators, and adulterous, what? God will judge. Underline that. Now, you may get by, but you may not get away. You, your spouse may not have ever found out, but you won't get away. Your marriage bed, let me just say this, your marriage bed must remain pure. How many of you in here are married right now? Raise your hand. 
then I don't care where you go. Wherever you lay your head is your marriage bed. Wherever you lay your head is your what? Number five. Here's what adultery does. It, it will ultimately destroy the marriage. It steals the trust right out of the marriage. It rips the trust right out of the marriage. It will ultimately destroy the marriage. Steals the trust out. It'll wipe the marriage out. Number six, with adultery comes emotional problems. Emotional problems. Guilt comes on as a result of adultery. Fear comes on as a, uh, as a result of adultery. Anxiety comes on as a result of what? Adultery. Loss of self-esteem comes on. Many become an introvert. Introvert. Adultery brings suspicion. It brings on depression. It brings on blasted hopes and shattered dreams. I said that kind of fast. I know you need me to repeat that. I repeat it. It brings on emotional problems such as what? Guilt, fear, anxiety, loss of self-esteem, introvert, distant, become distant, suspicions, depression, blasted hope, and shattered dreams. It is deadly, it is dangerous, and it is disastrous. Number seven, with adultery comes physical problems. With adultery comes what kind of problems? Physical problems as illegitimate pregnancies and birth outside the bonds, the bounds of uh, holy matrimony. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.